the Kupalithis Podcast. Welcome to a month of love. What's up? Welcome to the Kupalithis Podcast. This is Nick Kupalithis, your host, and it is my privilege to be speaking with you. It is February 2023. It is the month of love. I hope you had a great Valentine's Day last week, and I hope you're still celebrating your significant other. I would say to you the truth here, and the truth is I got sick on Valentine's Day, and then I went out of town, so all of that to say is that I still get to celebrate with my significant other, which is my beautiful bride of 20 years this August, Jackie, and we hopefully this week, we will get on the calendar our Valentine's Day. We actually have a fun date planned. We were supposed to do it last week. We're going to hopefully do it this week or very soon. And so um, I'm excited about that. But you know what else is going on in February of 2023? That's right. It is the February love challenge of this podcast. Yeah, come on. Lift it. Yeah, there you go. Let me hear those cheers. It's going to be the first time on this podcast that we get to choose a winner of the Love Challenge, and that could be you, and I hope it is you. That's right. You can get $100. All you have to do is go back, listen to episode number eight, email me at kupalithis at gmail.com, and you could be the winner. Also, listen to the whole episode because there's also other marriage resources that you could win And I sure hope that you do, because you know what? I really want you to feel like you have some tools to better yourself, to pour into your marriage, to pour into that relationship, and I want you to feel blessed. And that's what I hope on this love challenge, that you kind of stir up those creative juices. Again, it's pretty much free money, guys. All you have to do is figure out how to spell my last name at gmail.com, and that's, that's pretty much the challenge. Um, So I hope you win, and uh, I'm looking forward to announcing the winner this coming Sunday. All right, let's get into this podcast. I'm going to give you the secret sauce to relationships, and this secret sauce is going to transform how you think. Now, you know that I like to have quotes on these episodes, but instead of giving you a short quote, I'm going to read from The Six Pillars of Intimacy by Elisa DiLorenzo, part of her book. Listen, if you don't have the book, go out, purchase it, get it. Um, But I'm going to read you a section which I believe is the secret sauce to relationships. And here's the thing. If you apply this secret sauce to every relationship, even, even your kids, uh, even maybe friends or coworkers, or it will be transformational in your life. Now, you're going to apply it different in different situations, but definitely in your marriage, if you apply this truth, this secret sauce, it's going to be amazing. Now, before I read from the six pillars of intimacy, I just want to say this. Every single one of us comes to marriage, comes to that dating relationship, with a preconceived notion, every single one of us. And here's the thing, what is a preconceived notion? According to the dictionary, a preconceived notion is an opinion formed beforehand without adequate evidence. So here's the thing, before you get into any relationship, there are opinions 
that you have formed in your heart, in your mind, in your habits that, yes, they might be wonderful, they might be true, but once you get into that relationship, some of those preconceived notions will be actually a obstacle for health and growth in that relationship. Why? Because anytime we enter into a relationship or we even enter into a situation with the attitude of, I'm the expert here, I have nothing to learn. I'm the expert here, it's my way or the highway. I'm the expert here, I know best. You're doomed to fail. Now, you might get your point across, you might get your opinion across, but you know what? That relationship is not going to be healthy because even in that wonderful marriage relationship, it's two individuals being together, growing together, not one individual telling the other individual how to live life. It's two individuals who are sharing together, loving together, caring together, and growing together. And when we come in with preconceived notions, we actually have, in a sense, preconceived expectations. And when we have these expectations that are not rooted in health, they're rooted in maybe just what you've seen, your own experience, your own thoughts, maybe good advice that someone told you or bad advice that someone told you, those expectations can actually lead to damaged areas in that relationship. Well, you say, well, why can good expectations or even good opinions lead to damaged relationships? Because the thing that I'm learning in marriage is that even the good expectations, they need to be communicated with your significant other And in that communication, what you find is that you only have a part of the puzzle. You don't have the whole puzzle piece. And when you you begin to communicate and share uh, in that relationship, you grow together and there's health there. So every single one of us, we come in with these preconceived notions. We come in with these expectations. And I would say for me, I'm learning how do I communicate those expectations? Um, But in that, there is a secret sauce that even if you have these preconceived notions, even if you have these preconceived expectations, the secret sauce will help flourish the relationship. Come on, say it with me. Flourish, flourish, help flourish the relationship. And if two individuals can decide to partake in the secret sauce, it will be amazing. So what is the secret sauce? Just tell me. The secret sauce is found on page 42 of the Six Pillars of Intimacy. And the subtitle to this chapter is, What Can I Do? See, that is the question. Ready? And here I'm going to read it to you. Elisa writes, Change starts with you. You have to change before your spouse can or will. When you adopt a, quote, what can I do, unquote, mindset in your marriage, you can take action to shift any area of your relationship. Wow. Isn't, isn't that powerful? So I, I thought it was going to be like, oh, it's something new. What do you mean, what can I do? Meaning, what can I do? All right, this is me commenting on it. It's not going, hey, what can my spouse do for me better? Or why isn't my spouse doing what I want them to do? It's going, hey, I can only own my own actions, my own thoughts. And you know what? 
I need to own that. <laughs> this is not, I can't blame this on somebody else. What was one of the first sins in the Garden of Eden after the fall in Genesis chapter two? It was Adam blaming Eve, Eve, Eve blaming the serpent. It was blame shifting. So here's the secret sauce. Here's the foundational thing. Instead of blaming anybody else, maybe you want to blame your spouse and, and the way that they grew up and the people that were around them, and, and that's why you're a bad spouse. Well, guess what? Throw that all out the window. Stop blame shifting and start with the question, what can I do? What can I do? Just even say that right now. What can I do? Elisa goes on. She says, when you ask, what can I do? A few things happen. Here's her list. You don't focus on what your spouse needs to change. You aren't telling them what they need to do. You aren't complaining about what's happening. And you aren't putting all the relationship responsibility on them. All right, here's me. What happens when you say, well, what can they do? What do you do? You're putting a responsibility on them that maybe that responsibility is just yours entirely. And if I haven't communicated even and, and, and worked out, hey, this is your responsibility, this is mine, and that needs to happen in a relationship. And that needs to happen, especially in marriage, of understanding clear roles and distinct roles. But it begins with, what can I do? That means if you're the man and you go to work and you leave at 6 o'clock in the morning and you get home at 6 p.m., guess what? You don't have the right, this is, this is my thought, my opinion, you don't have the right to come home and go, you know, I worked all day, I'm going to put my feet up on the table, and I'm going to do nothing. Now, are there some nights that, it, that physically that's all you can do, emotionally that's all you can do? Probably, yes, there's going to be those times. But overall, you come home and you go, you know what, I'm putting up my business hat, I'm putting that, I'm hanging that on the wall. And now I'm putting on my husband hat, my dad hat. What can I do to be a blessing? What can I do here to, to contribute and not just to take? Elisa goes on and she says, when both individuals in a marriage take personal responsibility, the entire dynamic in the, your relationship changes. And I would just say to you here, um, Maybe there's an area where you feel like your significant other is not stepping up. I know there's areas that it, it's taken me a while to step up and really take ownership. Don't wait on that other person to step up. Don't wait on that other person to answer that question, what can I do? Do everything that you can do to answer that question. So sometimes, And it's, that's what happens sometimes in marriage. And I've seen it as a pastor many times where there, there's... One spouse, many times it's the, it's the wife, sometimes it can be the husband, where they, they are in charge of the spiritual uh, atmosphere, the spiritual climate for the home, and the, and the other spouse is like, I'm not going to church, I'm not doing that, and it, it's a travesty, but you know what? You can still ask the question, what can I do? What can I do? This is why premarital counseling and asking the right questions before marriage is really important, but sometimes people get to marriage and you're, you're towing the line of finances. You're towing the line of, of, of the spirituality of the family. You're towing the line of good parenting. Um, but this is why Elisa says when both individuals in a marriage take personal responsibility, the entire dynamic in your relationship changes. Right, let's continue on. 
You are stepping up and stepping into the role of leader in your marriage. You are looking at the relationship from a brand new focus. Try taking responsibility in the following scenarios. This is what she writes. When you feel like complaining, blaming, or nagging, ask yourself the question, what can I do? But Elisa, it would be so much easier if I just complained and nagged because that's what I really want to do. No, no. Let's not go to like that, that sinful nature part of us that just wants to blame shift and ask, what can I do? She goes on. When things aren't going how you want them to go in the relationship, ask yourself the question, what can I do? When you think about planning a date night and a weekend away or the family vacation, ask yourself, what can I do? When you are evaluating your sex life, ask yourself, what can I do? When you are looking at your finances, ask yourself, come on, say it with me, what can I do? When you are evaluating your spiritual intimacy, ask yourself, what can I do? If you find yourself in a situation where you are the only one in the marriage asking, who is asking this question, it's time to find a marriage coach. There can be a number of reasons why your spouse is not asking the question or engaging in personal responsibility. Getting help to understand the root cause of this will be a life changer for you and your marriage. Change starts with you, but it takes two to completely transform a marriage. So, you know, sometimes we want some like new profound revelation and yet it's in the simplicity of a question that deals with our responsibility, our contribution, us taking ownership. If you're married, actually before I make this comment, let me say this. If you're dating somebody right now and you're pretty serious about them, you're like, I I think I want to marry them but you are doing 90% of the work, especially when it comes to spiritual intimacy and, and, and the emotional part, and maybe you're having to drag them to church. Maybe you're ha- you don't even talk about the Lord. Maybe, maybe all the spirituality is you, or, or maybe you know, there's, there's a part of this relationship where you feel like if you're not a certain way, they're going to they're gonna flirt with others, and they're going to be unfaithful. I'm just going to tell you, first of all, they're not ready for marriage. They're not ready for a, a strong, committed relationship. And it might just be time to, to dump them, like dump their butt, like leave them. Find somebody who will work on the marriage, who will be, who from the very beginning says, I want to be a healthy husband or, or, or wife. I want to be a healthy spouse. I want to grow. If you are right now the main person that's trying to get health in that relationship, don't lie to yourself and think, well, if I just marry them, I know it's going to be okay. If I just marry them, I know that I can mother or father them into health. No, if, if they're unwilling before marriage to be healthy and to have healthy priorities, go back and listen to some of the early episodes on priorities, then it's probably time to let them go. But if you're in a marriage right now and you've been in one and you feel stuck and you feel like you're the only person that says, what can I do? Then get counseling, get coaching, uh, apply for it. There are, so many, there are so many places now where you can get help. But again, I want to reiterate this before the end. The secret sauce doesn't have to be something so incredibly profound 
It's as simple as asking yourself the question, what can I do? What's my part? And that's not just having one definition that just is this macro thing. I mean, when you get home from work, what can I do? When you wake up in the morning, what can I do? What's my part here? How do I contribute to the health and success of this relationship? What can I do? And I really believe if you come in on uh, with that attitude of saying, what can I do? You are going to see a transformation. And if both individuals are willing to say, hey, you know what? Change starts with me. I'll take responsibility to do what I can with everything I can, with all my love, to be the one that facilitates change. And you have two people doing that. That's transformation right there. That's an awesome marriage. That's, that's an awesome relationship. So what's the secret sauce? It's simply asking the question, what can I do? God bless. Love you. Till next time. Thank you so much for listening to the Kupalithis podcast. Please consider supporting this by a donation at thekupalithispodcast.com. It is a tax-deductible donation. If you would like to write into the show, you can write me at kupalithis at gmail.com. Yes, you got to figure out how to spell that, but share, subscribe. See you next time. Just show up.